I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is an official chat and shit disclaimer. Yeah. You might be listening to this thinking, oh my days, some of this sounds really dated because we're not in lockdown as much anymore. Well, that's fine. It's vintage. Exactly. Some of it was recorded a little while back. Get over it. So just play it. And if you don't like or you think, oh, that's wrong, skip it 15 seconds. Just skip it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, press play now. You are now in tune to the Chat and Shit podcast. Guess what? Guess what? This is a podcast. So Hugo, yeah, man, the Chegwin, as they call yes. him in Wales, <laughs> they do Chegworth, yeah, in Cornwall, the third, yes, the man with the strong beard and the tiny tash, mmm, piercing eyes. Tiny. I feel like there's a story behind the moustache. Mmm, there is. It's called. You've been trying to find the right barber. I like it. You've gone with like a Latino sort of Dominican guy. Yeah, I've gone with a real hood barber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Real hood. And this is no joke. He's five foot tall. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah you that finally was... met someone shorter than you i know yeah i look at i look at him fascinated by <laughs> you look at him like this is how everyone must see me <laughs> sometimes i do see short people and i think god you're tiny and then i think oh wait people think i'm tiny yeah <laughs> <laughs> So um, that's good to see you. I like the orange hat. Yeah, thanks. I just chucked it on. I just Wait. chucked it. What, what jump? You, a little, a little polo number, a little palace top. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know. We're rolling with the peas, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I've got a patter on. Mm. You know I mean? Three peas. Yeah. Pressure. Pee. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There's a lot of pressure with this guest today as well. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, this guest, you know, this person is, I mean, she's from my neck of the woods, yeah? We came yeah. up roughly the same time. Prague. Yeah. Yeah, Morgan <laughs> <laughs> Kurdistan, no, Kingston, but <laughs> similar. Um, it's similar, yeah. Um, I knew I knew some of her brothers. Yeah, she comes from a super talented family. Not only has this person presented some of the most prestigious award shows in the UK, but she's a primetime Radio One presenter. For true, she's quite literally in her prime. The glorious, the amazing, the one, the only. Clara Anfo. Come on. There we go. Hey, yo. <laughs> What's Free going on? Hi, hi. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Hang on. Yeah, that's a good angle, man. You look like you just come from an award ceremony. No, yeah. no, listen. The internet lasts forever. Gla- I'm not chatting to you with a bare face hug. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> come on. And, then, and all, the, all this time at home, you like you become your own like uh, makeup artist. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I mean, I'm, 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 really I'm powdered. Good. I'm so powdered right now. <laughs> you, look, you look fabulous. Skin looks flawless. <laughs> is this um, is this bright enough? Yeah, yeah. It's perfect, man. Spot on. Okay, wicked. What is this on your oh. phone then? Yeah, I've got this little light thing. You just stick it on top of your phone. So, so you spilled coffee on your laptop? Yeah. So, no water. So the other day, um, I just I was just doing some work in bed and like a dickhead everywhere. I was supposed to get it back earlier on this week, but um, yeah, it's still getting repaired, which is really fucking annoying. I but, feel like that's my fault because this <laughs> this podcast, this episode has been cursed, man. Like, how many times have we tried to? Try to get oh on, my on, god! Like and every every time something goes wrong, man. And I feel like oh shit! I feel like it's my fault. I've cursed well, it. Well, so maybe I should pay for it. That's what I'm saying. It, look, if you want to, the bill's <laughs> yeah. £149 plus Why not? VAT, so feel free. Oh, that's, I, no, yeah, that's what I'm changing you, isn't it? Yeah, time? Yeah, oh, yeah, big time, up. man. He frames ramen photos. He's got so much money. Oh, that's. <laughs> 
I've got a poster of different ramens in the background and Hugo's terrorising me. I thought it was sick. Yeah. Well, you're one of the people, aren't you? I am, man. I am. I'm a, a man of the people, as they that's call it. me. Or, or of ramen. A man of ramen, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's start at so, the bottom. So, Clara, man, like, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, thank you. You're obviously a professional at things like this, chatting. That's you the rumour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely not. We're not, so bear with at us. All. Yeah. Yeah. No judgment. Yeah. And, and if anything sounds shit, then it's shit on purpose. That's yeah. It's that's it's all good. It's all yeah. good. It's all good. All right, sick. So we're kind of all going back to normal slowly now. But yes. how was your lockdown? And I mean, you were still working the whole time, right? Having to go in as a yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's weird. Like I'm technically classed. The government says that I, that I'm a key worker, which I still find a little bit like mm. it's not something nice. that I personally. We'll, we'll say like, yes, I am one, but this is what the government say. So that is why, you know. No, but, I, I but it's true, isn't it? It's like, it's kind of like we was in a war and we still needed those things to take our mind off it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's been it's been weird, but I have to say, like, at the risk of sounding too, uh, you know, peace and love. But look, we need peace and love, for God's sake, because yeah, the, the world literally is on fire. But, yeah. um, no, you know what? I think I've definitely had a... Uh, a renewed sense of sort of like gratitude and sort of perspective with everything that's just been going on. And like to go to work, it, honestly, so it is a privilege to go to work. And just yeah. sort of like chatting to the listeners, you you realise how much you become part of people's day when they literally have got nothing else yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> or, if are, or if they are working on, you know, they're, they're allowed radios a sort of treat. Like it knows, it's been sort of mad to sort of connect to them on that, on that level. So yeah, it's been, um, it has... My routine hasn't hasn't changed, but I've never like dressed up with half of my body looking presentable and half of it looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yes. That top half's me... award ceremony, bottom half's just Netflix vibes. Yeah. Well, this, well, yeah. This, this this is it. So you know, besides going into work through radio, like everything I've been doing is like literally, I've just been. I think we all, we all have just been staring into our phones even more than yeah. we usually do, just to to get stuff done. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Ron here. Coming back at you like Cleopatra. Um, trying out a new um, catchphrase. But um, yeah, I uh, hope y'all guys enjoy the podcast. And remember, all the links will be down at the bottom. All the recos down at the bottom. And I hope y'all enjoy them. I mean, you're one of the hardest working people I know. <laughs> uh, so I know you haven't really got much time for yourself, but like, have you been watching or reading or listening to anything you can re- recommend? Oh, um, gosh, yeah. What have I been watching? I mean, I'll tell you what, I started watching the Epstein doc. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, what? Same. I, I, I know, I, it's because it's a four-parter. I can only get past two. I'm, I'm, I mean, look, we all know what happens in the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I, my friend said yeah. the same thing to me. He called me up and he was like, because it is, it is a really well put together doc and it's super important. Um, but my friend said the same thing. He's like, is, is this what? I've watched one episode and if I've got to watch four episodes of this, it just makes me sick. I can't really watch yeah, it. it. Yeah, it's just, I've done yeah, two of them and yeah. like yeah. kind of hesitant to watch the next two. Yeah. Well, no, that's, no, that's it, Hugo. It's like, uh, it's, it, 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 it's so dark and it is so intriguing. And like, you know, obviously you don't get that thing saying, you're still watching, you're just like, yeah, I am, but I don't know. You know what? It's quite similar to the Harvey Weinstein kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But that's it. It's just like that. It, when, when you become, I mean, I think we're always aware of it anyway, just because of like, yeah. you know, the world of realists. Mm-hmm. But when you become acutely aware mm-hmm. of just the depths of what that amount of money and yeah. that amount of power can get people, like, yeah. it's, it's so fucking scary. And just it's, it's watching things like, yeah. I was just like, I, I just, I, you know, I, I want to be a little bit blistering. Blissfully ignorant, even though I know. Again, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're aware. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. dark. I was just like, no, I, I, I can't carry on. So to answer your question, yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I've been watching. Yeah. But I've also been sort of, um, I've also been regressing on just watching a lot of like just classic stuff, just because obviously, like a lot of our favourite shows, they're out of stock production now, yeah, and yeah. so they're not going to come back for like for for quite a while until you know until obviously the coast is like clear and everything. So mm-hmm. I've watched sort of loads of like noughties and like 90s, like American Sick. sitcoms and stuff. Like I've been watching um, Living Single, which is allegedly what Friends was based on. Like there was a whole big thing recently. Yeah, I've it was never heard of that. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, so it's a single, so it's like an all black cast, and oh, it's sick. like it's literally the same setup of like, well, no, it's, it's four girls and like two guys. But basically, there was a thing recently with like one of the old actresses from it called Erica Alexander and David Schwimmer, and him being all like, "Yeah, well, we were the first in this." She's like, mm, "Well, actually." Oh <laughs> like, shit! So that was the yeah. first in its in, in, of its kind in that sort of sitcom comedy. Yeah, that sort of vibe. And it's oh, just man, living single. Really, I've made a note of that. Yeah, that is wicked. Even like just into like the fashion and just like, and, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard rappers reference it like big yeah yes yeah so, yeah, so people reference it and like and it's like sort of been sort of like sent up and like parody and like those people's like music videos and stuff but it's it's just yeah. really well written and I really like that but I also like a lot of drama that makes me sad like a lot I lot I watch a lot of like weepy stuff like you know that show called This Is Us yeah like, yeah, yeah. Was, do you watch it yeah it's amazing oh my god yeah This Is yeah. Us oh Sick. my god. That show is so cleverly written. It's oh my so, god! It's so good, but yeah, you'll just you'll just be sobbing like the whole bloody time. Do you know um, what? I kind of like that escapism of like. Oh uh, yeah, I, I that would that would frighten me. I wouldn't put it on. Yeah, 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 I'll be yeah, too yeah. romantic. Yeah, me and my girl are watching it, but like it's like I love the fact I love the fact that you had to you had to yeah yeah. No, no, me and my girl. Yeah. Don't lie. You'd watch it even if she wasn't there. Let's, let's just even your reaction made me feel not manly. When you watched that, <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, but I watch yeah. stuff like um, the Married at First Sight. I love. Oh it. my god! Oh, oh yeah, god. yeah. I watched the Ninety Day Fiance. I watch all oh, of yeah, it. All of that shit. I, all of that kind yeah. of romantic trash. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, hold like, on. I loved. Um, what's What's the one that, that everyone was going? Uh, uh, Love is blind. Love is blind. Yeah. I watched yeah. that. I watched a bit of it. For some reason, I couldn't fully get. Yeah. Oh, do you know what it is? I'm borderline with trash TV. After that whole, so so I grew up not being into trash TV. Like, oh, dumb your mind. Blah blah blah. Then I then I started watching loads of it because it's quite inspirational for comedy characters. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's and why it got I say sort of borderline, I like it, You know, I like, like with the whole Love Island thing, where I kind of felt a bit like almost guilty and like and just actually thick from it. Do you know what I mean? Like I actually felt thick from watching bare of it. So for I try, me, I I'm find back Love now, Island though. too well made. Like I like yeah. the ones that are a bit badly made. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I hear, I hear what you mean. I think also with a lot of reality TV, whether it's Love Island, Big Brother, whatever, I think all the contestants, because of how the culture has changed, yeah. they're so savvy now and yeah, so exactly. calculating. It's yeah. taken away a bit of the magic. Like, and I think with all kind of good reality TV, the magic and the best ones was like the first like one to three of the series because exactly. no one's aware of like, yeah. all the fame yeah. and the, the spawn deals of... and whatever. Yeah. Because even actually my mate was telling me like Love Island Australia, that one of the guys that won a recent series it turned out he had a girlfriend the whole time and like oh, and they plotted like for him to go on it and like make some girl think that they were deeply in love just so that he could like promote his like shit clothing line that's what I'm and saying it's just, man like, yeah I think it's just become a little bit yeah. tainted and, and it's easy that's the thing like we deep down know that's shit and a lot of those sort of people are shit for their you know for, for being so superficial like that we get sucked into it so sometimes I take myself out of it I'm like I'm just feel too stupid do you know what I mean but yeah. I'm kind of back now because I found a thing on Netflix called Dating Around which is sick but it's like it's, it's, not, it's not like you know, like with American stuff where they sort of use manipulative music and like the, the you know, like the narration and stuff like that. It's not like that. It's just more fly on the wall. And, it, and it's like, I don't know, I'm just selling a corny show, but it is sick. Like, yeah, yeah. I but, feel yeah. like the American ones, like they, they constantly tell you what's going to happen. Like you are exactly. stupid. Like yeah. every five minutes coming up. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The big yeah. moments, yeah. and then when it happens, it's like an anticlimax. You're like, like I've just seen this. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen it. It. <laughs> yeah. Coming up, Sarah and Tom go on a second date. It's like, yeah, I know that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, sick. So let's take it back to the beginning, Clara. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the beginning of your life. So, so like. Um, me and you are from the same ends kind of thing, isn't it? We are. So, yeah, Kingston. Uh, yeah, I was like... Me oh, and I used to go down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've forgotten the name of the shopping centre, but, you know... Bental Centre. Bental Centre. Centre. Natter Jacks. That's what people used to say all the time. And I knew your brother, Chris. Yeah. And, and <laughs> a G, proper G. And also, He's Hugo, right. you know who our older brother is? Stevie A. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Legend. Yeah. I know. You know, Pirate Radio Jedi. He's the first person I met at your family, actually, because the first time I went on Pirate Radio, it was called Rampage FM. 
Like, it was my first ever set. Nice. And I didn't even have a DJ. I just had a CD with me. And like, and he just come, he was just coming off and I'd obviously heard of him and shit. I was like, oh my days. It's insane. So yeah, it's, it's pretty mad, man. Legendary. Did he did he stay for your set? Of course he didn't, man. Nah. Nah. No one stayed. It was just nah. on my own, isn't it? But yeah. like, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, you've got like a super talented creative family. So so how did it start for you? Did you um like... It's a weird one, really, with us lot, because um, we're so we're like second gen, like Ghanaians. Like our parents both from Ghana, yeah, from this area called Jakiti, which is in like the north of Ghana, okay. and like they're from like this quite small village, like quite a small population. And you know, my dad came to this country in 1960. I mean, I tell this story all the time, but I guess I'm like, my father's daughter, and that's what he used to do. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, my dad, my dad came to the country in 1969. This whole thing, like, any time we'd like sort of act up or if he wanted to sort of like, you know, tell his origin story to kind of make us sort of, um, you know, like uh, work harder in school. He'd be like, yeah, look, yeah. I came to Humble this country. Yourself. Literally, he'd be like, I came to this country with 25 pounds in my pocket. Like that was always his thing. Cause he, cause he literally yeah. did like, he, yeah. and obviously 25 pounds back in 1969. I mean, was, was a decent amount of money. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, like 50 but yeah. Years. But yeah, well, yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, and he, yeah, he came here to study microbiology. That was his profession. He's a microbiologist ah, right. and, um, and, and a parasitologist. Like, he passed away like five years ago, 2015. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he was a G. Like, you know, it's, it's like, I think when you say that your dad said it, was like, oh my God, this is really luxury. I know, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Is that it? but honestly, it's like, you know, I think I'm at that point with like, you know, my sort of grief process and sort of acceptance of it. Like, I talk about him often mm-hmm. and very freely and in a celebratory way because I think, you know, that, that's how we should speak about dead people that, that, that we love. Definitely. Just, like, yeah. what's the point of somebody, like, like living? It's, it's you not, speak not about your dad like that as well. Like, yeah, man, in like, funny... same thing for me. My dad passed away about, yeah, about six years ago. And... Yeah. Um, they same. I know exactly what you mean, yeah, because everyone goes, oh, shit, it's not your fault, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and like, yeah. like, you know, life goes on, man, but it's it's sad. And like you say, they should live on in the memory and, and like yeah. you're telling stories here. I remember you know? when I first met your dad, he, he was a proper character and he was with his friend. And you yeah. went into the kitchen and his friend looked at you and he went, Alan, you got a great moustache. No, he went, he went, <laughs> Alan, nice moustache. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a high compliment. That's yeah, a high very high. high. In, in my culture, like they're from Iraq, in my culture, big compliment, man. Yeah, yeah. That's it. If, yeah, I need to step my good. game up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if the aunties and uncles rate you, then, then, then you're onto a good thing. You're onto but, a good but yeah, yeah, he um, he came here in 1969, came here to study. Then my mum followed him like a few years later. Um, and they got married like over, over here because they got married in Ghana. Um, but yeah, they, my my mum has like all her life sort of been like a dinner lady and a cleaner. Like she's still a little, she's a head of her, she's like the head of her little janitorial team right, at our yeah. little hospital. But she hasn't been working obviously like since like since COVID because she's like yeah, quite at yeah. risk because of her age. Right. Um, but um, but yeah, my dad like, just always worked always worked in like NHS hospital. So he was like about like three or four over the years. Um, but yeah, he did that for like, 30 odd years. But they, but my dad was like very, you know, very well read, very smart, very philosophical. My mum is like very religious, mm-hmm. very traditional. And I think they both sort of ideally wanted all of us like to be, you know, yeah, maybe a doctor or a lawyer. Wow, yeah, or, yeah, but that's, yeah, that's so surprising yeah. of how creative you all are. Well, this is it. I think it was this sort of, um, I think it was this like a low key rebellion, but also yeah. just with products of our environment, you know. Yeah. And yeah. not to say there isn't a creative scene like in Ghana, like Ghana, you know, all like the music and like yeah. the food and the architecture yeah, and the yeah, art, yeah. like it's it's truly incredible. But we, you know, we were just a product of, you know, growing up in the UK in like, you know, eighties, nineties, noughties, MTV, but then our parents sort of like you know, you just you 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 you're such such a sponge as a kid, aren't you? You just take in like what's what's around you. And Mm -hmm. I think the day that my parents like got cable TV, I was just like, yeah, that's a bit that's me. I was just like I'm I'm very much about this life kind yeah. of thing and so I think and I think all of us were sort of like that like and we all sort of work in, in like in creative fields or like like one of my brothers like you know he like he sells like like booze to like fancy hotels and that but has to come with like creative stuff and like another one of my yeah. brothers is like a, is a screenwriter and a voiceover and like Christy you know like yeah is a, is a menswear like Fashion stylist and yeah. like yeah, you know, so like, yeah, we, we none of us were, were our parents' dream, but it's that's all, mad, <laughs> lucky yeah. it turns out not too bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it, because I, I was thinking about that before asking that question, because, like, my family, similar sort of thing, like, my dad 
Um, well, my dad had to run away from, you know, from Iraq when when Saddam was there. But um, really? and when he came over, same sort of thing. Like he he was very like he, he was a proper like scholar. Like he he studied chemical engineering, and and my mum wasn't necessarily really into like music or the arts or anything like that. So yeah. when I thought about your family, I was like, I wonder if their parents are like creatives, and or like how easy it was for you guys to persuade them of what you wanted to pursue kind of thing, you know? It was, it was a weird one, because it was never this thing of like, oh yeah, if you do this, I'm booting you out the house and don't mm. ever speak to me again and I'm cutting yeah. you off and yeah. you're going to bring shame on our family. Because I, I know a lot of like, you know, um, second gen, like West African kids, or even just second gen, like non-English kids, like people yeah. from like, you know, like from, from your background, like anywhere that's just not England, like mm. whose parents came over here, um, you know, to sort of, well, yeah, for a quote unquote, and I say that <laughs> very strongly, quote unquote, better life. And that's not to yeah. say that Ghana is wildly impoverished and like it's super struggling, but there's just, there was just more opportunity for like, mm. you know, certain things our parents want to see. And I think it's that thing about when you have to uproot your whole life to move over to another country and if you have kids that are born here you're just like look you fucking better do something decent oh, because yeah, I've literally yeah. left everything yeah. that I know <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your kids, by you saying you want to be a creative, you're essentially saying I'm going to gamble my life and then like yeah. see what happens. And they're like, yeah. I work my fucking ass off for this. Oh, well. must be scary. Like, yeah, relocate yeah. to another country. Absolutely, anywhere. Like, yeah. Well, when my dad first moved to this country, he was living in fucking Elton for God's sake. Remember, mm. and like, lest we forget, God will rest his soul. You know, that's where Stephen Lawrence was murdered, yeah. and that was what that happened in '93. Mm. Imagine my dad there in 1969, 1970. Fucking hell, yeah. yeah so he's just a lot. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Died around, died around South, and like, and then decided to like settle in Kingston, but um. But yeah, you know, it was it was just that thing of like, okay, look, we've come here, so you better make the most of it. So when mm-hmm. we did all sort of meander into sort of like the creative industry, yeah, there were definitely like raised eyebrows. But then it was a thing of like, all right, I accept it. But if you're going to do it, you better make sure that you that you seriously like like work hard and like rise to the top because otherwise, what's the point? Fuck, that so makes think, perfect yeah. sense. Like I said, you're the hardest fucking worker. I see you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so they instilled those morals in you, man. That, that's sick. Um, and do you think because your older brother was like doing music and stuff like that, they kind of already saw uh, and understood kind of thing, like in a sense? Yeah, I mean, I think with all my brothers, like I think we, like, I just kind of, you know, when you're when you're like a, a younger sibling, you just you just want to be like 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 yeah. your big brothers and sisters, don't you? Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. you know, like. And even like my, my younger brother, like well, I think we would sort of influence each other. Like we were listening to everything in our house, from like flipping Metallica to like you know like Nicki S and Nike to yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. To like you know to like yeah. early, early JME to like early NERD, like you know like like you know just David Bowie, like a- a- anything like to Ghanaian yeah. pop music. I had so I had such a melting pot mm. of like of influences, like you know Tricor, Quest, like all just anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like my dad would listen to classic FM and the so it's just like all these sort of influences so that I yeah. think that's just what sort of shapes my my taste and then like you know just listening to radio loving TV I was just sort of hang on I can make this into a career just sort of like you know presenting things yeah. about culture and having conversations about it you know it's one thing uh being passionate about something and and you know realizing you've got an ear for things and a talent but like how how do you step into that field like what, what was your first um so I first started in radio um doing like essentially like being a sort of marketing intern at KISS and the so, way so what did I, you do oh sorry go on yeah sorry. oh so, so yeah. I went to uni I went to I went yeah. to Mary's uni and I did media arts with right. professional creative writing <laughs> which nice. I know sounds really like punting people some people allege that it's a Mickey Mouse degree and so fuck you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no but you know, I, I genuinely loved it because I think that's where you know I learned like about like the basics of sort of like radio production then we did like amazing sort of like um like film modules or you know you studied like like female representation in film and Mm -hmm. like you know just like all all types of stuff and it just gave a really broad sort of view of like the sort of creative arts like media and like broadcast and also the practical side of it which no one knows about like i mean like you say you could know how to you know you can enjoy listening to music and want to do it but until you know the practical side it's, it's quite alien isn't it well yeah this is it and like you know i think i don't and i say 
this, but I have to stress, I don't think you need to go to uni to, like, to, to work in the, in the media, like absolutely not. Um, yeah. but, for, but for me, that course at the time just like worked out well because we, we had this one module which was like, we had to make like a radio like documentary. So I, I learned how to edit in that, oh, and, like, how to record properly, like, you know, just how to mix and everything. And I, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is like, like this is great. So yeah. I did that. But when I was there, um, um, I met this girl and like her, um, um, like a friend of hers, like started up this uh, TV station called Just Fabulous, which is really ironic because it wasn't really fabulous. <laughs> and, the, uh, and the guy that ran it ends up getting like done for like, carousel trading, and the, and the TV station got like shut down. Oh, but shit. Um, that was. That was one of my first sort of like media jobs. I was working there as a logger. So we'd like watch all the TV shows, and, like put down all the time codes for like the people to edit. And then when I was working there, that's when I met this woman who used to work at Kiss FM. And she was like, oh, look, I know they're looking for people to just sort of like um, to assist with like the marketing team. Like it's only for three months. So you should just go for it. And I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, why not? Yeah. And so I went for this interview and I was supposed to be there for three months and I staying for like five years. Right, <laughs> and that's okay. how I started at Kiss, just like I'm working in the office and like, Learn, uh, you know, always your trade. Yeah, yeah, learning basically. your trade at Kiss. Yeah, man, I was doing everything in there. Like, whether it was, like, ordering the stationery, sort of doing, like, voiceovers for free because they'd, like, run out of budget for, like, to pay the actual business. Or, like, looking after, like, the boss's, like, diary when his PA would go. I basically became the sort of office assistant. I just sort of made myself, like, into... And it was, like, a proper, like, family. Like, you know, I'd, like, hang out on a Friday and just, like, watch EZ's show and, like, go home at, like, midnight. Yeah, that's amazing. And, like, you know, he, like, proper took me under his wing. He's, like, he's, 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 like, an amazing guy. And, like, you know, you just see all these people that you've grown up listening to just come in the office and record their shows and it was yeah. like it was such he a magical like time. a myth I remember when um, we first met him it was just like such a surreal kind of did you like, hear the music like ah yeah, no, no, yeah. He it was into, uh, he walked we went on after him which is terrifying and he saw us behind him I'm sure he didn't know who the hell we were and he turned <laughs> around and he just gave us all five and then he just left but like, like that was wow. but there was just the energy. I mean, it's very like uh, there's just like he's got a very like like aura, but like a humble aura. Do you know oh, what I mean? He, like, yeah, he, yeah. It's like he could be an absolute asshole if he, if he wanted to be. Yeah. He's got all the he's got all the rights to be, but he is genuinely mm. one of the nicest and most humble and warm and loving people you could meet in the business. Like he genuinely really cares about people. He's very low key. Keeps himself to himself. Yeah. Like isn't gas. And he's just he, like to watch him. Like it's like it's, it's like the way he uses the CDJ like a proper instrument. Like, yeah, it's yeah. It's like a drum machine. It's like, it's, it's amazing. So I can see why he didn't want to go on after him. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, definitely not. Yeah, yes. no, nah, man, he's a G. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah. Right about now, you are locked into the legendary Chat and Shit Podcast Lad with Alan Seep and Mustafa. You go check with. And a nice little special guest there. I guess maybe the fact that you were doing those voiceovers was your first start into kind of coming from behind the scenes to in front being of the scenes, gonna say. Yeah, yeah, like, well, like yeah, being comfortable using your voice and putting it out there kind of thing. Yeah, because I think, you know, it was such a family sort of environment. Yeah. It'd just be like, I don't know, I'd be like doing a bit of paper, be like, oi, Clara, come here. 
I say this with Nike advert, please. It'd be like, all right, cool. Like, it was just, it was just part of like my sort of working day. And then, yeah. like, I always, I always was a little bit um, like me and my old boss Andy had this very like it was, it was quite a, it wasn't a love hate relationship, but I was, I was almost like his annoying little sister. Where I feel like, look, he just like, come on, just let me, let me just, let me just do like one show, just one show a week. Yeah. Just, you know, we'd always sort of have. He debates about like the playlist. I'd be like, why the hell is this song on here? Like, you know, <laughs> or like, well, he'd ask me my opinion about the playlist. I'd be like, you should be playing this. Blah, 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 blah. And there was always that thing of like, you know, like, I, I, I think it was always very clear that like, I genuinely cared yeah. about the stage. Because again, Kiss is, Kiss is like an iconic, an iconic brand. And so many yeah, yeah. of my favorite broadcasters have come from that station. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like working there was, it was genuinely like so exciting at the time. Yeah, and they and famously, so, they started off as pirates as well. So they, they paved the way for like pirates going. Exactly. And- well, that's the thing. And so um, I think, I think he saw the passion and knew that I was, it wasn't like a joke to me. I wasn't out here trying to be like, oh my mm. God, I just want to be like famous. And that's yeah, 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 yeah. He, he yeah. knew that I genuinely like was really yeah. like about it. And that so, counts um, for a lot, man. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, he, I think he just saw the passion. He was just like, okay, let me, let me give her a go. And so yeah. I started doing cover shows at Christmas. Um, and then I ended up doing um, like the drive time show before I left for One Extra. So We only met when you, when you got to One Extra. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really know about that. So, so when, from Kiss, how did you get onto One Extra? I was like, I think in my sort of final year there, so around like, yeah, uh, early 2012, mm-hmm. I just, I, I'd always was a fan of One Extra and had my eye on there. So I basically yeah. started making like sneaky demos for One Extra and I'd be like sneaking up the um, the high street because like they were literally on the corner from each other at the time, Kiss and One Extra. Okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, yeah. so, I, so I, um, I'd go to One Extra to... Um, make demos with them and I did that on and off for about 18 months then they finally offered me weekend breakfast and then that's how I got in there and then like about another year and a bit later I went from one extra to, to Radio 1 and then what? that's what I had you that's what I had you lot on the live lounge yeah. <laughs> oh my days yeah that's yeah. mad yeah I, I was just overwhelmed with fear when we first went into one extra I was like oh my god we're gonna mess it up do you know what ironically <laughs> yeah, they, they were all so scared when we were coming in because everyone thought we were gonna do you know what I mean? Swear. Be boisterous and swear and stuff like that. But we're all shitting ourselves deep inside because we're trying not to swear and fuck up. You know what I mean? So we're well. Like... <laughs> yeah. The, listen, after we did that live lounge, the oh, amount man. of complaints. Oh, what, uh, uh, oh yeah. I think I said I, they thought I said pussy hole, but I didn't. Yeah. You said ussy. I said ussy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that. Like, yeah, off, off com definitely had a field day. Yeah, and I man. had people having to go at me because obviously you lot, were, you lot were in character, yeah, and I was sort of playing along. And then some people, like, I remember, I, like, I got a, a couple of, no, I got no two official complaints against me, and a bunch of tweets and texts. Oh, oh, oh Clara, we thought Clara was really unkind, but really sarcastic to them, and they were just trying their best, and she was really. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, these poor like, competition winners. <laughs> And it was just like, oh, for God's sake. I mean, look, I, 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 I love and respect people's empathy. It's just like, guys, come on, read the room. I know, like, yeah, come on, but, yeah. You know, but like, yeah. as I've always said about your show, I, I call it like Spinal Tap for the Speed Gary's generation. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's, how I, uh, that's how I see it. And I think, that's a know, massive people, compliment, man. Well, yeah. No, but, but, no, but, it, but it is. Like, it, it, it truly is that. But for people that obviously don't get it, they're just yeah. like, their, their mind is burning. Or who aren't aware of the sort of culture, sort of like pirate radio and like and the history yeah, and the music around that. It's just like, what, what the hell's... Because I'm sure there are some people that still think that. Oh, 100%. Listen, there's always a risk whenever we do anything. But I think it's worth that risk and and you're never going to please everyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of funny, isn't it? The most common question I get asked when I'm out and about is, where's Grindr? And how is he that good looking? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I don't know about that. But Uh they just think I'm that guy. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It must be so weird for you as actors because it's not that it's not like you can escape your face. No, yeah, like, yeah it's true. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so fascinating. You obviously you, you play other people and like you know you can be in, in costume and whatever and even wear prosthetics. But essentially, like I think it, you're, you're you're two very distinctive looking people and it must be. Definitely. Yeah, I just I can't get I can't get my head around that. that yeah, was, and with, I know. with these characters, I feel people approach like I can. I can an actor who's been in things that aren't pirate radio based, they probably approach them quite nicely and gracefully. But with us, it, we, I just get shouted at. 
Like Bates. Yeah. Yes, Bates. Yeah. Walking into a shop like <laughs> with my kid sometimes. Bates. Oh, God, that must be a bit annoying. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? We I guess we kind of even though they're different makes, but similar sort of clothes, didn't they? Do you know what I mean? Little well, bit, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. There, there's, a, there's a thin line there, Sartori. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. No, I appreciate it, though. I'm glad at least Definitely. people watch it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, this is where we just simply ask, ask and ask away. All right, sweet. So, so from Kiss, you you stepped into One Extra. Did you get welcomed in straight away? Did you feel at home? Yeah, uh, man. Everyone was, was it like a welcome, like a welcome change from Kiss. Oh no, it genuinely, genuinely was. I mean, I think, I think for one thing, and I say this, I mean, I say this no shade, but a little bit of shade. But the great thing about One Extra is that they didn't cut out raps and mid late out of songs. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the longest time, I still hear a guest rap on like on a sort of top forty sort of R and B hip hop song because my old boss would just be like, Zoop, cut them out, take like, it off. No, they, they became, they, they yeah. literally became the tourists. They'd be, they'd be called like an A-Rob special because my old boss is called Andy Roberts. And there's an A-Rob special where, you know, because you're commercial radio, the onus is on squeezing as many songs as you can oh, in an hour, well, as yeah, well yeah. as the advertising. So he'd be like, okay, well, you know what? Who needs that extra bar from like Nicki Minaj? Let me cut that out. Oh, Let me see the song. And like, yeah. you know, and like, and, and like certain artists would be like, I had oh, to do that like, for um, Emily Sunday, random. But, um, for Magic FM, when I made Heaven, they were like, can you turn the drums really low and speed it up a little bit? And I'm like, yeah, okay. That's so nuts. Yeah. So, so what is that, Clara? It's because they want to get as many tunes as they can so that they yeah. get more money. Is that how it works? What, yeah, no, what, the it's audience. About, it's about keep, it's about, yeah, exactly. It's about keeping uh, the listener um, there for longer. Um, and also, and, and yeah, just unpacking, because I think the average sort of radio station will maybe put have maybe 10 to 11 songs in an hour and with a commercial station like Kiss they might it, it might be like maybe 12 to 16 depending oh, okay. on the sort depending on the sort of edits and so yeah they want to keep you they want to keep your ears on it so yeah they would speed up a tune and like and, and cut a rap out so yeah I didn't I literally didn't hear like a guest feature for about five yeah. years oh, when I came God. to an extra and I was like oh Oh, yes, wow. it's got a verse on it. Yeah, 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 yeah Rap yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, as far as I listen to talk to listeners a bit longer and it's just I think it's just my style of broadcasting that I prefer and that's not to take away from commercial radio because like to work at those stations it's it's bloody hard work and it teaches Mm. you to be very quick and be very good with like your word economy and like all of that it was like the best Mm. it was the best training Mm. but yeah I I, I definitely was 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 happy to uh, take it to a different a different place for sure do you find that um, talking on radio helps you uh talk in real life like flow but and like you say like choose words and stuff like that because like i'm quite weird and scatty with talking but the more i do this the, the more it, like i and i and i and i pause to let someone else talk which i don't always do <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> no for sure like yeah it's, it's definitely affected how i talk um in my usual conversations and also like i i'm somebody that naturally speaks like really really fast and for radio yeah. i had to learn just to slow it on down it got to one point where i was taking so many dramatic pauses in my speech because <laughs> i'm so aware of it sometimes i listen to like clara babe like come on you can you can you <laughs> i mean when someone had me being like oh my god why is clara amber always going so uh <laughs> what did you do this afternoon because I was so aware of my speed especially like when I get excited or passionate about stuff I, I yeah, think we yeah. all do it's a natural thing you speak really quickly yeah. Um, but yeah it's definitely yeah made me choose my words a, a, a bit more wisely like yeah that's it for sure and just I think you, you, ne- you never ever stop learning like doing this job you, yeah. you, you never do and obviously like everyone's different like sometimes you'll get guests in who are super chatty and you wish you had more time because it's just like and then sometimes you've got you have guests in it's just like fuck it oh man like, this is hard give me something yeah, yeah exactly. Sake. exactly <laughs> so how did the jump from like one extra to radio one happen then 
Um, so basically, I've been at One Extra for about a year and a bit, and I was doing the um, chart show Radio 1 at the time. Uh. And the very first time I got to do Radio 1 is because one of my fellow presenters had got the shits. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it happens. Perfect. He couldn't could come into work because he had a funny tummy. So he was just like, Clara, do you want to come and do um, a, a, an afternoon on Radio 1? And I was just like, really? Because I was just like, was okay. this Was this after you put the laxatives in his drink? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I ordered you a delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, so he, he, he had a funny tummy. So like, okay, do you want to come in? I was like, okay, sure. And I, yeah, and I was shitting myself because I think, um, you know, Radio 1, it, it's, it's, I mean, look, it, it, it's still like a beast of a station and, a, and mm. a, of a brand. Like yeah. it's, it's globally known. And I think even when you work there, especially in those early days, I was still a bit like, fuck, you know, like radio once, you know, I, I was so comfortable at one, at one extra, you know, and, and, and I've been there for a year and a half. So I thought, you know, I, I bedded in and it was like, mm. and it was calm. But then, and even though radio one is literally in the same building, it's not that we don't use the same studios. It just, it mm. just felt different to me. And yeah. so I was really was nervous. It a whole, whole new, sorry to interrupt, was it like a whole, new set of rules as well because it's like not, a not, commercial not particularly it's just it's just different music so oh, okay it's just slightly different music i mean i mean you know the the culture of one extra absolutely feeds so much of like what what, what radio one like does any anyway like mm-hmm. you know just yeah. sort of like black popular culture just i mean it's, it's pop culture these days like you look at the top 10 yeah all the songs yeah. have been the biggest hits of the charts mm-hmm. over the past few years you know they're based in dance or r&b hip-hop like garage house you know that's um, a good point man because when one extra first came out it was it was pitched as the, the black music radio yeah. station and radio one was so different to that wasn't it and oh my god! Like yeah, they they were like chalk and cheese, but yeah, now, like, yeah. Like, the, the way they the way they intertwine with each other is well. Is, even I, a lot of the shows really cool. would be played out on both of them, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, but yeah, at the, yeah. But at the time there were it def, there definitely still was like quite a distinct like difference like sonically, um, and yeah. so I was a bit like oh fucking hell, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was um, it was nerve wracking, but it was it was really fun. But I, I didn't really think anything of it. So I remember at the time a few people were a bit like oh oh. You got your first radio one cover, you know what that means? I was just like, guys, like just relax. Like it was it was um it was one cover, it's not it's not that deep. Yeah. And then I remember um I think Fern had had to go on holiday um at one point and so they got me into like to cover Fern's show and then again people were just like, Oh, there's whisper, she's leaving, you know, they're looking at you and I was just like, like, No, she's not like it's like no, it's and I genuinely, genuinely was just like, Well no, there were other people like so when if anything, so and so's gonna get it. So I just like turned up, had fun. That did my thing and then um yeah it was sort of like february 2015 and my boss at the time this dude called ben he um he asked for a meeting with me and my agent i was just like okay cool Shit, interesting <laughs> and then i thought maybe it's coming maybe it's not you do because again you just never know like yeah because I think that's the thing about this game. Like, someone could call you for me and tell you that you're fucking fired. <laughs> yeah, oh man, everything's so, so unsure, isn't it? Yeah. But, but, but yeah, but, so this is it. So then he, I remember he was like, Cara, I want you to remember this day. Like, really, like, proper, you know, like X Factor style when they take, yeah, like, yeah. That kind of energy. He was yeah. like, I want you to remember this day because the day you, today is the day you got, uh, you got offered daytime on radio one. I was just like, wow. oh, wow. oh my God. Yeah. My price yeah, went up. Just, yeah, my price went up. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah in the bag. Yeah, it was, it was mad. And then, and then yeah, I, I said, yeah. Yes. And then it was, I had to keep it quiet for about, yeah, about three, three weeks to about a month. But I do remember like, I got drunk at a Brits, Brits after party and I told, I, I told Yasmin Evans, I told her next I was just like, right, I've got to tell you something. I was like, I'm taking it, the phone's leaving, I'm taking over. She was like, oh my God. I was like, ah! Yes, yes, that's amazing. Yeah, no, no, I was, no I, t- I told Yasmin Evans and I told Annie Mack. And, and, and Annie was just like, oh my God, okay. I was like, don't <laughs> tell anyone. Tell me you're like so drunk and, you're, and you'll be really over the tangent. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Waking up the next morning, like, you didn't tell anyone, did you? Text yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get what I told you, yeah? Yeah, well, yeah exactly. <laughs> but then, luckily, Yasmin and Annie held it down. Then it got announced officially. And then, and then yeah, here we are five years later. Amazing. Been mad. When did you go from, I don't think I remember like a, a moment where I first saw you or something. I just basically 
started seeing you just about. Like, in front of the camera <laughs> like yeah like just suddenly like in front of cameras at like award shows and like what how did that happen how did it go from uh doing radio just, to, to the camera for example, like the brits um i remember they approached me i think um in my second year doing the radio show and, yeah. and it was a really like lovely and natural thing just because um the brits would be in conjunction with radio one for, like, the, for the breakthrough artist award it was like mm-hmm. well you know what? Um, and that'd be voted for by like this is the Radio One, and they would perform on my show, like all the nominees. So I was approached to like do the red carpet stuff, and I was like, okay, this makes great sense because I see all these people anyway when yeah. I come and perform on my show. So see people in the red carpet, like, oh, let me nominate it. Like it's just, it, it just, it just, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 And I, I like, you know, and for, for however long they continue to like book me for it, I will always, I love doing the Brits. It's like such a yeah. fun night. And I think from doing that, obviously, like other sort of, um, yeah, like, like, you know, like TV, like producers sort of like notice me. So then like, you know, I started doing like Glastonbury. Yeah. And I feel like doing yeah. Glastonbury and, and like the Brits, like the start doing Top of the Pops Christmas, which is always, always makes me feel good. Because it's such like a sort of um, yeah, traditional a, part of like yeah. Christmas yeah, Day. Nostalgia, yeah. Christmas. And yeah, like yeah. that, we all watched it growing up. And then like, you know, like sort of doing film premieres. I was going to interview you lot on the red carpet, like the back. I always had yeah, to hold man. up the mic. It's such a, it's such a, <laughs> <laughs> like, let me get my deodorant stick. It's, it's yeah. such a, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like seeing you lot at like the BAFTAs, and so it just sort of like grew from there. Uh, that TV still scares the, the hell out of me. Like I still get so nervous before it, but I, but I love it, and I, I prefer live TV over pre-recorded stuff, like for sure. Like because it's just it's just such a buzz. I think I'm just used to the element of life because of radio. Yeah, well, it's in you, isn't it? From radio, yeah. yeah. And I guess we live in uh, the sort uh, more modern time where radio actually means that you know you've had cameras in the studio filming yeah. you for, for like the YouTube, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So it's like, I guess you, it's not such a massive jump to then step in front of a camera. Like when I started at One Extra, like, it, I mean, things were definitely filmed, but like even yeah. now it's even tenfold. Like, so you could roll into work. So obviously I was doing like breakfast radio. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I was like, I did a, a weekend breakfast. So I'd get into work for six for the show start seven. So I'd roll into work looking like shit, you know, like tracky bottoms, like no makeup, like hair and yeah. mess, whatever. And I have to worry <laughs> about being filmed and like slowly but surely, like interviews start getting filmed after. Fuck's sake. You can't wear a tracksuit today.
what he had a limited time and the guy was tapping oh, yeah. his watch and yeah. uh, Ed but you're gonna... was like wait 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 he was like yeah yeah he's still minutes. on his own time yeah 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 he's like ah. give me five yeah. minutes I yeah, was yeah. like sick he's, yeah, gonna, yeah. he's gonna do what he came to do like he's yeah. not gonna kind of flake out no no he, he, no he's definitely he's definitely a good bloke and I don't yeah I don't think he's yeah and I met him when uh, people just do nothing was on YouTube I was at the Brits randomly and he was walking to stage or something and he stopped me. And he was like, hey, man, I watch your YouTube thing. And I was like, what? Yeah. This is fucking mad. <laughs> and he shook my hand and like, yeah, gave me a hug. I was like, wow. Did you cry? Dog <laughs> tears, dog tears. Yeah. Just no judgment, tears. no judgment. Yeah. yeah. You've been doing like a lot of Q&As uh, for films and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but recently there's a screening for um, On The Record. Um, mm. And then, and you did the Q and A for that. But she's a G, that, that really woman, man. Like that, oh, that Drew story. Dixon. She's like, yeah, she's amazing. So, yes, yeah, people that don't know, uh, Drew Dixon is. Uh, she's a former A and R. She's like a Def Jam in the nineties. It was um, uh, founded by uh, Russell Simmons. So he is the brother of Reverend Run from Run's House, but more yeah. notably of the iconic uh, hip hop trio Run DMC. Mm. And uh, Drew um, says, and I believe her that uh, Russell Simmons raped her yeah. in the 90s and it's 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 yeah. really deep so this is when she's an A&R there and yeah. several women have come forward and have also uh, said the same thing in fact uh, 20 women have accused him at this point and he's oh, wow. currently he's currently in Bali yeah man it's mad um, and, and not to get yeah. too into it and too graphic but they all mm. say exactly the same like he approached them exactly yeah. the same way it's not you know what I mean it's just it's 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 too bait man it's just, it's yeah. just is he like, in Bali to so he doesn't get Prosecute. Well, yeah, well, yeah I, I believe so. I don't, I don't know the, the legal ins and outs, but basically, okay. he, he he's he's in he's in Bali because he definitely can't be in America right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so Drew, yeah, so Drew basically like came through and like basically with, with 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 the truth, and it just it just opened up a whole can of worms about the culture, you know, like the rape culture and just sort of like sexual assault um, and sexual indecency that a lot of women in the music industry have to deal with. And listen, yeah. Drew, like she's like, like you know, people talk about the culture like mm. so much proverbially. Like this woman, you know, like A and R stuff, like Lauren Hill, like oh, Q-Tip, right. yeah. Angela, like she's the reason why Mary J. Blige. Is yep. on the Method Man track. Like, you go, you know that track, yeah. That that's what yeah, I mean. Like, all I need not, to get. It's by. not just yeah. like badly singing. It, yeah. it, it's it's <laughs> an it's a, yeah. It's an amazing Big documentary tune. because it's super important, but also just how much she's done. Like when I was watching it, I was getting goosebumps because they're think, like, especially me and Hugo, like we're madly into nineties hip hop. That's what we kind of mm. grew up on. And she was a key figure in like so many things we were into. You know that that video of the show, Hugo, where um, Wu Tang are arguing in Japan and shit. Yeah, that that famous clip. Yeah, like yeah. I watched that video millions. Of times. She put that together. That was all her. There's so many wow. things that, like, sadly, it sometimes it takes for you to like find out through these things because because she wasn't credited on a lot of those things. Well, this is it. Like she, like in the documentary, like she knew Biggie. Biggie used to like, look out for her, and like, and this is this is the the, the epitome of the fuckery as to how she was treated. She tried to sign John Legend and tried to sign Kanye. Kanye, and the other bro. guy, another um, exec called L.A. Reebok, who's behind yeah. like TLC, yeah, people yeah. like that. Because yeah. she wouldn't sleep with him. Yeah. Like, basically, um, Kanye and, and uh, John Legend weren't signed and she had the ear on both of them, yeah? Bro. And like yeah. he and he let those two artists. Well, he was he, like the gatekeeper. He denied them. He denied yeah. them. She brought them to him, him. Look, and, and because she, she would she, she would have sleep with him. Yeah. Like in, like it's incredible. Like you know, like some work that she um that she done won Grammys and she couldn't even go to the Grammys because at that point like the assault and the, and just the harassment that she had dealt with was so severe. She turned yeah. her back on the game and which is which is so it's so unfortunate. Cool, like so, so yeah. So I'm really happy this documentary's out because people need to know that this shit is real. And it's yeah, still man. very much happening in 2020. Like yeah. a lot of women I know in the music industry. Yeah, like, like every other woman I know works industry has got some kind of story. Like, and, and that's just the black ass bottom truth of it. Like it's well, it's you know, wild. you know, the, the, the sad thing and, and interesting thing as well is that um, 
when they were talking about the whole Me Too movement. And obviously it's sad and fucked, but it's mainly aimed at white women and yeah. the fact that black women couldn't really relate to it. Well, because... this is it. And the irony is, is that like, um, it was actually a black woman who started the Me Too movement in like 2006. Yes. But her, she kind of got erased from, she's called Tarana yeah, Burke. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing, like, she'd look her up. Um, but it was only until famous white women, you know, came through with their stories like the Harvey Weinsteins of the world and the Brett Ratners or whatever. It yeah. was only then that me, the Me Too movement, like, gained traction. And, and, and as Drew explains in the documentary, I think when it comes to, you know, black women and the black community, because we have seen so much um, how our men get vilified, you know, um, yeah. in, in, in the media, and, and not just by the media, like, you know, like by the, by the legal system, mm. it's like, okay, fuck, well, okay, we, we, we've got to protect our bros. We've got we've got to protect mm. our bros, even if even if some of them are, are um, you know, sexually indecent. And mm. so, and that's what Drew was saying. It's just like, well, fuck, like, do I want to throw this black man under the bus because I know the world, world wants to anyway? So I'm going to keep mm. my mouth shut. And it's just like, and, and yeah. it shouldn't be that way, you know. Yeah, it adds like another layer, like of complication yeah. to it all. Yeah, it's really interesting, man. Like, like there's, you know, like I mean, every situation's sad and fucked up, but that mm. I really learned a lot from that. Um, yeah, I was. I watched um, the Meek Mill. I don't know if anyone's watched this. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, actually. No, what's that? But the way that, like, let's say a pop star, let's say Justin Bieber committed an offence where he nearly got, where he was in an altercation, the case would get dropped. But yeah. with Meek Mill, even though he was, like, killing it, signed to Rick Ross, like, having hits. Huge. Yeah. Massive. He still, every week, had to go back to Philadelphia and report to his probation officer. Mm. And even yeah. if flights were cancelled, no matter what, he had to get back. And mm. sometimes it was impossible. And that's why he kept going back to prison. Yeah. Man. And then, obviously, people like Jay-Z and other people got involved and were like, this isn't cool. And that eventually it changed. But it's just... Oh, like, it's, it's wild. It's sad wild. that he had to jump through so many hoops. Whereas if there was, you know, let's say Post Malone, he wouldn't have to do that. Oh, yeah, it'd be different. Yeah. Be Supposed to be cool. Story, for, yeah. Sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, man. Privilege, man. your privilege. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. No, that's true, man. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn. Um, but I'm, yeah. but I'm, glad that we're, I'm glad that we're at this point, you know, I think with the with the the events of, like, recent months, I mean, to be honest with you, like, the event of recent years, if we're going to get that deep, the past 400 years, I mean, yeah. but yeah. just yeah. the conversations around, you know, like, BLM, like, the past, like, seven or eight years, I think I've definitely noticed a shift um, in the way that we talk about race mm. and society now. And I think you can talk about, you know, the constructs of whiteness you know, like, as, as, a, as a social thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, as, as a critical thing, and and people and people get it now. Where before you you couldn't say that. Definitely, I think yeah. I think what we've seen of like um, like like even me when I post things up about things like there's still like a few people, but what it is is defensiveness, oh, right? And then yeah, yeah, it's like it's like all lives matter. Well, no, the fucking hell, you're missing the yeah, point. Yeah, we know Jesus they Christ. do. Yeah, but yeah. We that's the point. Yeah, it, yeah. You know what? I swear to God, yeah, there are. I think there are some uh, racist uh, yeah. white people um, who, who who genuinely think yeah that every single black person on the planet is in some yeah. fucking like world group chat that, yeah. and we've got these evil plots. To like turn the, like, yeah. all, all, all of the UK and America. They're trying to like, be more important. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, and, like, and like we want to enslave white people and become the rulers. But yeah. like, no. Yeah. But I know, but, yeah. I admit, but, there, but there are people. If you get to the crevices of Twitter, they're just like, you see, like you see, they're, they're plotting and they want, they want. See, see that Meghan Markle? That's what she got into into the um, world suddenly yeah. because they they, they, they want they want to dilute the, yeah. the bloodline. It's just like no harm. We just want yeah. people to like stop being disproportionately treated yeah. badly by this and not flipping killed for like going for a job or going to yeah. shops to go get some skittles. How about that? Like, yeah. Or like drive their nice car around and not be harassed. It's yeah. literally that well, simple. It's just like, super it's simple <laughs> base level <laughs> equality. Like that's it, you know. And, but, and but, but, I don't yeah, know. It. it shouldn't even be an argument, you know. Like, it, it shouldn't. And, it's and, not, and, it's and, not a debate. Exactly. It's not a debate. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people, but people sometimes understand that even the phrase like saying white people you're talking about is society and how it has been uh, constructed for yeah. the benefit of of, of 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 one race over another yeah. you know and 
you know, it's not saying, oh my God, I think you are a member of, yeah, a, yeah. of a fascist right-wing party and you want to go like, you know, stabbing and shooting people and, 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 and saying nasty, like, you know, words in people's faces. Like, it's really not that. Like, the literature is out there for you to, to educate yourself like, to, on, on, the, on, the, on the basics of this and then we can have a conversation. Like, when angry racist people get in my mentions, I, I, don't, I don't even engage anymore. Like, I'm just mm. like, you literally don't have the range. So mm. I, I, can't, I can't talk to you on a level because you don't have the range. I can't remember. Like, we, I, I had Jay-Z on the show. Name just dropped from the sky. Don't worry. Over. About three or four years ago and I asked him, like, you know, how does it feel? I mean, even with your critics, I said to him, how does it feel to be a, a guy raising, a, you know, a young black family in America? And I remember I had a few tweets like, oh my God, that's so racist. You wouldn't ask him that if he was white. Da, 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 da. And, I was, and again, I thought, you don't have the range because the fact that you were asking me that question, yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I just, I can't engage. So I just, I just mute people. I just block them so they can just carry on speaking yeah, yeah. this. And I'm sure there might be some people who might be upset about the conversation we're having now. I'm letting you know, hon. I don't care. No, fuck it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and do you know what? There are standards, man. And, and, and like what you said earlier, yeah, it's literally just education. Like, there's things yeah. that you can't argue with. And people, like, no one can be blamed for, 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 be, for being ignorant or, or, or that, on certain it. matters. And, and even me, like, I'm half rocky, but I'm half I'm I'm white. I look white. Yes. I, I don't understand it at all. So I'm I'm here to talk about. But I think it's important Absolutely. to talk about it so that I can Absolutely. learn more. And that's all I can do. One hundred percent. And I think that again, I think as well as the sort of like group chat, like Wakanda conspiracy. <laughs> I think yeah. there's a thing about people thinking that that we don't want harm. And it's like I want us to get to a point where we can all literally hold hands and do our yeah. and it be equal and good. And I don't want people to not see color. See color. Celebrate yeah. it. Let's celebrate our differences and our, and the, yeah. you know, and, and our and our cultures. But let's just level the flipping playing field yeah. and eradicate systemic racism. That's all. That's that's that. That's literally all, all anybody wants is what any fucking common sense. Yeah. Like, you know? I mean, and that's that on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow, DJ Ostrich, why you stop the show? Well, I'll tell you, bro, this is the most important part. It's the question everybody wants to know. No, it is not what is your favorite jean fit. No, it is not what is your favorite size inch television. It's what is your favorite sandwich? So now we've got to the most important part of the show. Um, Go on. What's your favorite sandwich? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> My favorite sandwich is, oh, I do love... Oh, I've got three, but it has to be just one. Uh, okay. Do you know what? Anyone that's passionate enough, I let them have a top three. Okay, my top three in no particular order is a BLT nice. with loads of mayonnaise. Um, love um, a right. salmon, a yeah. salmon and rocket situation. Love me mm. some rocket, I do. Um, and a bit, um, spice, a bit of spice. Yeah, man, and I do like I do like a tuna sweet corn. Okay. It's got to be super fresh because I hate when you get like a. Uh, like a store-bought tuna yeah. sandwich. It's gone a bit sloppy. Oh, a the bit dry. Yeah. On the outside. Yeah. I need fresh lettuce. Nice little yeah, prep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little prep set. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. they do come prep with their, with their sandwiches, let's just be honest. They do, they do. All right, at the last part of the show, the three questions. Three questions. You've got to ask us three questions. Oh gosh, okay. Yeah. Three <laughs> questions. Oh wow, wow, wow. Why are you putting me on the spot here? Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is your job, man. Come on. I know. I'm this is what you I'm, do. Yeah. I'm, I'm snitching on myself here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what thing in pop culture at the moment do you absolutely not get the hype about? What do you think is wildly overrated right now in pop culture? Oh, uh, well, oh. you go, you go first. I'm <laughs> trying to think. Um, ah, yeah, I got you there, didn't I? Yeah. It could be anything, a song, a TV series, yeah. a person, an item, um, clothing, like whatever. Balenciaga trainers. Oh, yes. That's a good answer. That's a good I, one. I don't man. get it. I, there's one pair that I think are okay, but I, it's not me. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good answer, Hugo. We'll take that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so mine would probably be middle-class kids that constantly say, calm, G. That's <laughs> <laughs> my fucking head in. Yeah, so... Like, and they use slang... Okay, using slang wrongly, yeah? So, like, one of our gigs, they'd be like, yo, that set was so cotch. 
I'm not. Yeah, or um, <laughs> oh, that set was crease, man. Yeah, like, oh, no. uh, yeah, no, no. All right, second question. Ready. Hugo, what is what is Alan's most annoying habit? And Alan, what is Hugo's most annoying habit? Um, That's a good question. Real talk only. <laughs> I'm trying to think, but maybe it's the same for both of us. But um, mood swings. Hugo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do have oh. new I try to manage them. Yeah, you don't have them much, but, but so yeah. that's why... You, you know still... what? My girlfriend says that I turn into uh, LA Britney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, wow. think she, I think it's true. Woo. What about mine? Probably haven't got one. Yeah. You know what? Like, bad organisation pisses him off. I'll give you an example. One time, things were badly managed and we were doing a show. And we were yeah. standing behind stage and there was stuff in the way and he was in a foul mood and he went, how the fuck are we meant to get to stage? What would Michael Jackson do if he was meant to get to this stage? We were playing Bristol <laughs> nightclub. like. But yeah, snapping out of the mood. Yeah, That's that, yeah. That. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. and moving swiftly on to the yeah. third question. <laughs> but inspired by what you said, Hugo, um, what is your favourite Britney Spears song, each of you? Oh, the Neptunes ones. Um, oh, Slave okay. for You. Okay, my, mine's, for you. Uh, mine's the Primo joint, uh, Toxic. Because DJ Premier. Oh, made. Toxic is that's a good one. Slave for You, very good one. Excellent selections, guys. Thank yes. you, thank you. All right, so, Clara, <laughs> thanks so much for finally uh, making it, it happen with us. Yes, and, thank you. Know, you. Yeah, it was amazing. R- one more question. This is the final yeah. question this time, yeah? And it is the oh. most important question. Are you our new best friend? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Thank you. Hey, for everyone. (laughs) Yes, you man. You man been on any drillings recently? Nah, G. Nah, same, man. Calm, calm. Have you guys heard of the new Beats and Grinder podcast? Nah, G. I heard it's their man in real life, though. That's what I'm saying. It's so cotch. Oh, gee, that sounds so crazy. It is, man, it is. Calm. Calm G. And there you go. The the absolute queen of her realm, Clara Ampho. Yes. How'd you feel about that? Yeah, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Still buzzing two days later. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, she was a sick guest. Yeah, she's a G man. So yeah, big up Clara. Thanks for coming on. Make sure you check her out uh, on her mid-morning show on Radio One. And I'm sure you see her pop up pretty much everywhere. Presenting loads of stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Nice one. Just thinking, when Clara asked me what my favourite Britney Spears track was, I said Toxic because DJ Premier made it. That's bullshit. I've just realised that um, I got that mixed up with Christina Aguilera. I'm not even into Christina Aguilera. Well, all Britney, to be honest. So, yeah. Probably put that in as a disclaimer. Nice one.